Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Hello and welcome to Off the Bench. Me, Jimmy Williams with Dockers great Paul Hazelby in the house. He's excited. I'm excited. It's AFL finals time. Hayes, how are you? Oh, going well, Jimmy. Can't wait till tonight. It's going to be a big one. Fremantle take on the Western Bulldogs. Get it done. Progress. Take on Collingwood next week. Get that one done. Prelim final. How good is footy? And what about the games? And particularly going back to Thursday night, AFL is in a wonderful position, Jim. Yeah. Breaking news, imagine the best DM breaker, the world's best rock breakers. What a cracking game of football. So many lead changes, so much controversy. Uh, Tom Lynch, Mm. a goal, not a goal. What did you think? Why do you always have to go to the controversy? So you're going to the arc, aren't you? You're blaming the technology or lack of technology or Uh, the overall decision by the arc. Got to sound like you. I'm blaming the process here. This process was all over the shop. Really? Well, the goal umpire called a goal. Hmm. Then they went to the ARC, and the ARC said that they have enough evidence to overturn it for it to be a behind. Yeah, we haven't and seen that evidence. part of that evidence was the way that Tom Lynch reacted. Mm. So if I'm playing poker, I can't wait to play against Tom Lynch because you can read him straight away. If well, he had a celebrated, Hayes, they would have won. Well, it's always a good signal, isn't it, even with some of those touched ones that go through. The mm. first reaction of the player normally gives it because they're not smart enough to react in that moment. But this is the difference between you and me. I'm singling out Tom Lynch for his shot. What a poor decision and process. You're talking about process. Yeah, it wasn't great. What about that? Who does a banana (laughs) from that position? Seriously, AFL players need to make sure they have a routine, set routine for every single shot and position inside the forward 50. He should have run onto his left foot and done that around his left foot. Mm. Not from there because you know what happens when you're really close, Jim? He doesn't give the ball time to actually do what it needs to do in the air. So you might as well either kick it straight or do you run a left foot pattern. And that's where he got it wrong. And I'm I'm laying the blame right there squarely on him. So you're saying he had three options and he took the worst one. Yeah. He could have gone with a straight kick. He could have gone with a banana and he could have gone with a left foot around his body. Run inwards, open up the face of goal, go bang. Because if you're on the right side, which one are you doing? You're running inwards. You're not doing a stand there and do a snap, are you, just no, from where the yeah, mark is? Exactly right. You're taking three or four metres to the favourable side of which you need to get to. He didn't. So why don't we look at that? We always look at the umpiring and different things. Tom Lynch had his chance and he missed it. And Nankervis, too, had his chance when the ball went in. Danaher kicks the goal mm. on the line. What are you going to do? Get the ball through. You don't tap it straight back in to the goal square. And that's where he kicked the goal from. So you can look at so many moments in that game. And that's just the last five minutes. But I would much rather talk about how good footy and the position that it's in. Because it was brilliant. High scoring, lead changes, dramatic, and the rule changes in recent times. Jim, outstanding. Well done, AFL.
Paul Hayes, we there. Imagine the best DM Breakout distributors of the world's best rock breakers. DMBreakout.com.au. The breaking news, the AFL ticking off on the Tom Lynch shot at goal, which has seen Richmond knocked out of the finals. Brisbane are through. Don't go anywhere because after this, we'll talk about the Dockers and their big clash with the Western Bulldogs. Jimmy Williams and Paul Hayes will be with you on Off the Bench. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back. We've got AFL Finals Fever. Jimmy Williams and Paul Hazelby with you. Don't dig blind. Check before you dig every time the dig. North Melbourne. No, no, no I want to go back, Jim. I want to go oh, back. Go I, I'm not finished in regards to the yark. Like now, and Jim. I'm going to have a dig, is around what's coming. So they've got new technology, and Eddie Maguire's company is behind this, where we're now going to see ball tracking and we're going to see microchips put in footballs to get the right result. Now, huh? yeah, that's coming. I just think we don't need it. Let's just go back to how it was. We're going to get mistakes. We get mistakes in all aspects of the game. There's always going to be errors. Exactly. And what is the difference between a free kick paid by the umpire and goal line technology or an incorrect free kick paid by the umpire inside the forward 50 results in a ball going through. Or another scenario where you've got the ball going out of bounds on the wing, but the team picks it up, runs forward, kicks a goal. We don't go back and review those decisions. We don't go back and review the umpiring decisions inside the forward 50, as I mentioned before. Why do we need to do it? Does it serve any purpose in the money that we're going to waste and spend to go down this path? Let's just shake hands, everybody, and say, okay, accept errors like we did for 100 years of AFL. Move on with it and put the money somewhere else, Jim. Gee whiz, there's the dig. Paul Hazelby, don't dig blind. Lodge a free dial before you dig inquiry online every time. Paul Hazelby fired up at the uh, use and ideas of technology Around the game, hey. Dustin Martin. Yeah. What now for Dustin Martin? He was, was underdone, didn't have a big impact. Poor where, season, really. Lot, where was lots he? going on in his life. But can you see a team wanting to take on the salary for Dustin Martin? $1.3 million. Mm. If I'm paying $1.3, I want the most consistent player and I want the best player in the competition that's going to impact games. He hasn't done that for two seasons. So won't this come down to what Richmond are willing to pay? Mm-hmm. So what would you pay for Dustin yeah. Martin? Fairly, be honest. I'm not sure. I wouldn't I pay eight hundred thousand for no, Dustin I, Martin. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. So, um, so are they prepared to pay five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred thousand? Yep. I don't know. Yeah, and because when you're spending one point three, you want a great player. If you get a great player in a marketing machine. That's fantastic for your club too. Dustin Martin is not a marketing machine because he doesn't want to go out there and do all the club things. He will do things behind the scenes for himself in regards to sponsorships and the like that we've seen with Bonds, but he's not going to be the face of your club, he is he? His, he has his own fitness yeah. uh, business on the side. But does that publicise oh. Richmond or, you know, let's say the next suitor is Gold Coast? I just can't see it happening and he just needs to go back to Richmond, get himself super fit and finish his career in the right way. And Jimmy... Is it the end of the era for the Tigers? Like, is Rewalt likely to go on? We've seen Edwards go on. You've also got the skipper in Trent Cotchin that was well beaten on the day, but has had a pretty good season. But are you prepared to say right here and right now that they are done? This current group is done and won't win another premiership? No, I'm not prepared to say that uh, because they still have a lot of that core together and they still have some really exciting Young prospects too. Uh, Noah Cumberland, love watching him and the way he goes about it. Uh, not prepared to write them off. Uh, they might have a better year next year, but yeah, they've got their core groups on the wrong side of the age bracket, aren't they? Jimmy, one more. One more. I'm going to put you under the pump here. Oh. When it's all said and done, 
which career will be better? <laughs> Nathan Fife and Lockie Neal. He's understudy at the Fremantle Dockers, who could finish the season two-time Brownlow medalist, but so consistent, and how good was he in that big game? He was terrific. I'm going to take the career of Nathan Fife, and I'll explain why. It's not the two Brownlow medals that he already has. Neil, very like very good chance, like you said, to go and get his second. But I think that if he can get his body right this summer, and if they may not, I don't think they're going to win it this year, but over the next two years, he has a very, very good chance to win a premiership with Fremantle with the young core players that they're building. And on his resume, that's going to look perfect, isn't it? Two Brownlow medals and a premiership. I don't think he'll be the premiership captain because ah, I think he should step aside. I think he should step aside. Yeah. I think that they should go for someone a little bit younger. It's next become year. a distraction, hasn't Take it? Take the pressure off Nathan Fife. Yeah. Let him play footy. Let him get fit. Let him be 100%. Find a role for him that he's going to play over the next two years to wrap his career up. And Hayden Young, Caleb Sarong, Alex Pierce, all these young blokes. Joy Amos. Yeah. What about that selection? Yep. yep. Justin Longmuir certainly threw a spanner in the works. Looking forward to seeing how Amos goes tonight in the knockout game with the Doggies. Don't go anywhere. After this, hear from Brennan Cox, who earlier this week caught up with Hayes and Mardo on the run home. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Frio fans, get excited because today is the day that the Dockers take on the Dogs. Loser is going home. Winner is staying on to continue in the AFL final series. And earlier this week, Hayes and Mato caught up with Brennan Cox ahead of tonight's game with the Dogs. It's going to be Coxie finals. It's going to be big for Brennan Cox. He yeah. joins on the line from the Fremantle Dockers. He's had a terrific season inside the All-Australian 40. Unlucky not to get in the main team. But Coxie, welcome to the show. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Let's start there. All Australian forty member, terrific season and good reward for what you put in. You must have been super proud. Yeah, yeah, proud, proud of my efforts this year and um, huge honour to yeah get in that forty. Obviously, the goals and goals to get in that twenty two, but there's some high caliber players in, in there, and yeah, I'm stoked to get some consistency as well. Just um, able to play every every game this year except for one with COVID. So um, yeah, really honoured to be in that in that forty. And how's the build-up been, mate? It's been exciting for everybody externally from the football club with Fremantle finally back in the finals. But for you, heading towards your first final series, a week off to really reflect, how's the build-up been? Uh, the build-up's been good. Training's been real. Uh, we trained Sunday and, and yesterday and had some really good intensity and uh, and the boys were up and, up and firing. But the week off last week, yeah, helped wonders. Got some sore boys uh, back to a bit more uh, fitness and um, yeah, the boys have been excited to get to, to the game on Saturday. So pretty handy for the team to have the extra buy, but do you like it individually or would you rather just roll straight into the final series? Um, no, I had a few niggles as well, so I didn't, I didn't <laughs> like the buy. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm, if, you're in, if you're in some form, you want to roll straight through, but um, the buy helped us, so I, I was all for it this week. I'm just going to read through, three, read through some numbers from Fife when he was out there on the field this year. Four wins, two losses, and one draw when he did play in his seven games. 11 wins and four losses. Prior to this season, if you said Fife is out, unfortunately, there's going to be the danger bells ringing. But this year, even with him on the field or out the field, the win percentage doesn't change much. In fact, you've actually got a better percentage without him. So when he got ruled out with that Hemi, obviously it's a blow to the team, but I think you're in a better spot a better place mentally and physically than ever before to say, okay, even without the captain feeling pretty confident, what was it like when you get told the news? Am I, am I, am I close to being spot on with you guys saying, yep, just roll with the punches? 
Uh, yeah, obviously you have to have to roll with the punches and, and take what take what's given to us. But um, we yeah, we would love Fifey to be being the team. Obviously the experience and he's such a high caliber player, one of the best to ever do it. Um, but yeah, it's that next man in mentality and and a lot of the midfielders such as Rong and Brayshaw and Brody have been playing really well this year and Monday of course. Um, so I, I think they'll they'll lift their lift their shoes and um, they get going. Oh yeah, we do get carried away a little bit on the sh- on the show. Hayes has already got his tickets booked to the GF, so we're we're backing <laughs> you guys all the way in. I do want to talk to you about the build up to finals, though. I know with the Wildcats, this is when we used to do the hype videos, the inspirational music, all the cliches. You name it, we did it. Have the Dockers gone down that route at all? Do you have a theme going into the finals? Um, uh, not really. I think we're just trying to um, do what we've done all year and, and stay pretty level headed and and just um, sort of recouping before each. Each game and um, and keep it pretty simple and, and don't change too much. So um, yeah, just focusing on on what we can control and and our game plan and what the Bulldogs will throw at us. Don't go anywhere. More of Brennan Cox coming up right after this. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Jimmy Williams and Paul Hayes will be with you ahead of tonight's massive elimination final between the Dockers and the Dogs. Earlier this week, Brennan Cox caught up with Hayes and Mardo on the run home ahead of the knockout game and spoke about a big night at the selection table. Longmuir confirmed that uh, Lobb was good to go, Griffin Lowe good to go. Matt Tabernar didn't say as much, but how much work has Matt Tabernar done? We're going to get the teams a bit later in the show, but did he train much over the last few days? Yeah, Tabs, he's one of the hardest workers um, that I've seen at the club. He, on his day, days off and when everyone's leaving the club, he's, he's in the gym and, and doing crossies and extras. So, um, yeah, no one, no one would have put more time in than him. So, um, yeah, pretty stiff, but, um, yeah, he, he would have put every foot forward. What about Joel Hamlin? We haven't heard his name for a long time, the forgotten defender because of your emergence and uh, Alex Pierce being super fit. But he's been a good player for the Dockers, good at the Western Bulldogs. How's his leadership been behind the scenes this year? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a real leader. He's, he's one of the most positive blokes in the club as well. He, he gets around everyone and, and talks to everyone and uh, makes sure that everyone's going all right. And uh, he's been a real leader for the, for the boys down at Peel as well. So, um, yeah, he's still, he's still real knowledgeable as well. So I'm still trying to pick his brains and, um, and he's yeah teaching all the all the young boys as well. So yeah, he's a he's a real good source of the club to get get information off. Normally, when you take on the Western Bulldogs, it's uh, Aaron Norton. He's the key target. But this is a different Bulldogs lineup. When you look at their front half, Bruce uh, may play, but you have got Eugle Hayden. You've also got Sam Darcy. So they are now very tall with a lot of different options. They're going to make sure that you're on your game if you're going to beat them. Yeah, they had they had the three tolls last time, but yeah, if they bring that Sam Darcy in for Bruce or whatever. Whatever they do, um, for me even taller. So I think uh, Bruce will get Norton, which he did a good job on last time, and and then I think we'll have to shuffle and maybe I'll go to Darcy and someone else will have to go to Jamara. So um, we'll just take what they give us and and hopefully we can stop them. Now I've been on the Brennan Cox forward train for a long time. A couple of articles <laughs> about it, and uh, I've almost had enough of it. Brennan, can we just put it to bed right now that you love centre half back? You're never going to go back to the forward line. You're very happy there. Oh, I think preseason. I was all, I was all for for going forward, but um, <laughs> nah, I think I think that's been put to bed. I think unless we if we get a, another gun defender, I think um, 
I think I'll stay down back. Hang on, hang on. Hey, what did, did he say did there? Did you hear what hey, I heard? Hang on, he said if we get another gun defender. Unless, yeah, there was that word. Because unless. yesterday I actually said that I'm <laughs> sick of looking for key forwards from different clubs. I think it's time to look at key defenders. And, and if there's one forward. available, then Brennan Cox could go forward. Brennan. So I'm not giving up on it, Coxie. Thank you very much. Coxie, why would you do it? You just relit the views. We put up with listening to this all season. We had, Jay, had Justin on the show. Like, could this happen? No, mate, he's staying where he is. So thanks, mate. You've just absolutely crucified me and Hayes ever giving up on it. Talk to you about the build-up, sorry, to the game itself. 60,000 could potentially be the biggest ever attendance for his Dockers game. What would that mean to you guys? What will it mean to the players to see that? Yeah, we've done some imagery and and things like that just so we're not spooked out by it. But, um, yeah, I've pictured uh, the whole whole stadium being purple and and the the loudness and the crowd getting... um, energized and giving us energy to go out and win that game. So the boys will the boys will love it and um, the louder they can be the better. Brennan Cox from the Frio Dockers there ahead of tonight's elimination final with the Western Bulldogs. Hayes, unfortunately that's all we've got time for. Coxie mentioned it there. It's gonna be loud. It's going Three, to be energetic. Way to go. Good luck tonight. Hit them real hard, set them down, below. Hayes is excited. He's predicting that the Dockers are gonna get it done. We hope you enjoy the game if you are heading there. Thanks for your company. All the best Frio fans. We'll catch you next week. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.